Welcome to the San Antonio Baptist Association. You're listening to a Sabbath Teams podcast. Uh, welcome to Sabbath Talks. Uh, this is Roland Lopez, and uh, I am the church planning consultant and evangelism discipleship here at the Sa- uh, San Antonio Baptist Association, and we uh, welcome you today to Sabbath Talks. Um, it is um, with a joy that um, we have in our studio uh, Brother Paul Gonzalez. Brother Paul Gonzalez uh, has been a uh, church planter, uh, especially in the area of planting house churches, in the starting up of house churches. Uh, I've met Brother um, uh, brother Paul uh, many years ago, I would say maybe about 20, 25, maybe uh, 30 years ago. At least. And yeah. <laughs> at least that, hasn't it been, Brother Paul? That's right. <laughs> and uh, he um, has been involved in the area of discipleship and uh, house church starting. And uh, uh, back in, I uh, believe, Brother Paul, in 1980 is when you started. Is that correct? Back in the mid-80s, yeah, we, we have been meeting in homes quite often, as a matter of fact. Sometimes people, you know, have a struggle going to a church building. And so I would ask them the question, well, can we have a Bible study at home? Uh, can we do that? Of course you can. And, and, so, that's and how, so that's how you got started back yeah. in the 80s. And, yeah. um, and uh, let me ask you, what, what, um, what actually do you do in a house church? What, what happens? What, what's the dynamics of it? What, what do you do? Usually it's people that we, uh, that we already, uh, already know. And uh, we will either gather at my house or their house. And it's usually around the table. We, we may eat a meal. And it's very conversational, very laid back. It's nothing formal. And as we uh, as we eat and as we talk and laugh and just uh, be very laid back, just like a family gathering. After the meal, we start, you know, getting into more uh, deeper uh, thoughts and questions. Uh, get deeper into the into the person's mind and to the heart. And when the opportunity arises. Uh, we we start talking about uh, biblical things, biblical matters. Usually when we meet with people in their home, it's because they're struggling with something, maybe a marital uh, issue, maybe uh, maybe one of their teenagers is acting up, whatever. And so when, when they uh, contact us and we talk with them, it's, uh, it's usually over a meal. And so when we do that, and we start talking after the meal. They, they're relaxed. They're able to open up. They're, they're able to listen to biblical counsel and advice and encouragement. And a lot of times they are not Christian. Well, that's a door that opens up whereby we can start talking about uh, spiritual matters, dealing with salvation, dealing with following the ways of God, following what the Word of God says, and. Most of the time, they're they're all ears because they 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 don't have guidance, they don't have the knowledge, or they don't know what to do. So, when those opportunities become available, uh, we either go to them or they come to us at our home, and we're able to uh, answer a lot of questions that they had, questions that uh, answers that are very reasonable to them. You know, mm-hmm. they start understanding that the Bible is a reasonable book. You know. 
and it opens up uh, doors, opportunities for, for uh, uh, coming to Christ, believing, baptism, uh, maybe even start going to a church gathering, you know, a building gathering, you know. But it always, usually, it all starts in a home. Great. And, and you, um, in my um, uh, discussions with you, even uh, before uh, sitting here behind a microphone, uh, I believe that that pattern came uh, out of uh, the New Testament. Is that correct? Yes. What we, uh, what we started doing was that uh, as you read the book of Acts, chapter 1, but especially chapter 2, uh, they, uh, in the scripture, it says they received the teachings from the apostles. Um, they received it uh, gladly, you know, joyfully. Um, they were sitting around a table eating and singing and, and looking at scripture, talking, asking questions, um, which led to more serious uh, uh, topics, uh, baptism, uh, salvation, prayer what is prayer uh and and so through through those means uh as we looked at the scripture in the book of acts chapter 2 and onward uh we just started following the guy those guys not necessarily guidelines but the what they were doing you know it was, it was really awesome yeah, the, the pattern yeah, of, pattern. Uh, of the, new, the new testament pattern right now i have uh, <clears throat> i have visited several house churches and um I have seen their ecclesiology, and um, um, and these guys uh, are really—I want to use the word adamant—but more they have a a deep conviction that that's the way that a church uh, is supposed to be. And so, um, in your experience, um, uh, I, I don't want to get into numbers, uh, but. Um, uh, in your sphere of influence of starting uh, house churches, mm -hmm. um, how many house churches do you do you have at this time? I know that um, in years past, there was um, here at the San Antonio Baptist Association, we could count with about 250, uh, but all of them were not yours under right. your, your sphere of influence or that you started. But uh, how many uh, house churches do you have at this time? At this time, we have 28 that we have counted. But there's a whole bunch of other gatherings. Mm -hmm. uh, we, we just stopped, uh, just we just stopped, stopped counting. counting. Which is probably uh, the best because, yeah, because uh, it ceases to be a movement whenever you say, look, this is the count, this is what we have. But it's a tremendous movement of God that uh, the Lord has used uh, tremendously in um, uh, in our nation and throughout the world. Right. Uh, it seems as though that at times uh, uh, in America, the way we do church is just not, um, what is it, um, uh, we have one way of doing it, and we believe right. that our way of doing it is the right way, when in reality you have looked in the scriptures and uh, you have moved in this direction. Uh, Who's the person who has probably influenced you the most when it comes to house church? Would you say? Well, there's several, uh, uh, several. We, I have read many books, and uh, um, probably Neil Cole was one of the early ones. Uh, also, there's that uh, brother from out of Houston, uh, back in the uh, '80s. I forget his name. Uh, 
Na- uh, neighbor, uh, neighbors, rough neighbors. Yeah, rough neighbors. Oh, okay. he, he was one of the very first ones because we started doing this uh, more, you could say, more officially, uh, more on a full-time basis back in the uh, uh, back in the '90s, and so I. I didn't know what to read. There wasn't anything really, uh, hardly any books that I came across. But I, uh, I went to a doctor's office one day, and I was just sitting there, and I happened to look at the table, you know, magazines and whatever, and I, I saw Cell Church in China or somewhere out there in Southeast Asia. What is this, Ralph Neighbor? I started reading. I said, "Wow, that's real interesting," and I read other magazines and. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that kind of got me going on uh, on doing it. Ralph Neighbors, Neil Cole is another one. Um, uh, Yin Kai uh, yeah. Smith, also the book uh, T4T. Uh, just reading books and get, gathering information and and trying to understand what they were doing and see how some of these things fit in, fit into the context uh, where we are. So. Um, that's how you know how we started just uh, some of those people yeah you know i i think um how how have you seen that traditionally how we've done things uh, as far as we call it calling out the called for preaching and you know and and um and that's still a good thing i mean we definitely need to identify those that have been called and then um uh inviting them to express that calling but uh are you seeing um more uh, folks uh, heeding the call to um, start a house church. Are you uh, seeing? Yes, that? Uh, I, I see a lot of that, and primarily the reason behind that is because you have to realize that when you go to a big church building setting, there may be 50, 100 people, 200, 1,000, whatever, you know. Uh, you can very easily and quickly get lost in the crowd. But when you're in a house and there's six, eight, ten, twelve people there, you can't hide, <laughs> you know. So uh, when we start asking questions and talking, uh, people open up. Even the quiet ones, they start opening up. They start laughing. They start relaxing, and they are more open to biblical issues, biblical thinking, uh, uh, the Bible itself, you know. Whereas in a church building setting. Uh, it, it's just very different, you know. You can hide; nobody's going to notice you. Nobody's going to know that you brought a Bible. Nobody knows that whether you read it or not. Whereas in a small group setting, uh, all these things are laid bare and they're open, and so it stimulates interest and it causes people to be more accountable, you know. And so somebody asking you, "Hey, do you have a Bible?" Well, no, I don't. I'll get you one. Uh, would you like to start reading it with us? And and so. People, when you start asking those questions, <laughs> they'll either say yes or no, <laughs> and so that's how we how we do it. What, what would you say the difference between just uh, a, a Bible study in someone's home and a house church? What, what is the difference? More than a more than a, a house church uh, gathering, uh, you have people that are more committed. Mm-hmm. You can have a Bible study at home, you know, it's just a, a very simple Bible study gathering. That's how we started. But when people started coming more and more uh, regularly, uh, we started formulating uh, commitments, uh, responsibility, 
and uh, it started out in my in, in my house, and then when people started coming more regularly, say two or three months, I would start asking, "Hey, you know, we've been meeting in my house. Can we start meeting at your house?" At first, they're kind of you know kind of don't know what to do. Well, I don't know what to do, and I said the same thing we've been doing in my house. We'll do in your house. Would so you? there is uh, so because uh, I've been to Mount Moriah at yeah. your at your home, mm -hmm. and uh, of course. Uh, uh, there's worship. Worship. There, there's instruction. Praise. Praise. There's, you know, you have, um, uh, there's the instruction of, of uh, discipleship. Right. And also evangelism. And I right. believe that's where these other new new congregations uh, right. start off. Yes. If uh, people find it interesting and it is, uh, and these gatherings are helping them in their own life, in their own context, in their own things that are happening in their marriage and children and home and uh, they'll keep on coming and then you know like I said it starts 10 12 people we just last week we uh, we had to multiply well you can either break it or, you know we had a group that was gathering in a house 20 25 people that, that's too many there was kids and uh, adults and noise and babies. So I said, look, this is what we're going to do. We're not going to divide it. We're not going to break it up. The idea is to multiply it like a cell, like a living cell multiplies from one to two, two to four, and so on, you know. So you're still going to be in contact. Don't feel bad. You know, you're still going to be in contact. We're still going to gather and so on. But now uh, one is going to become two. And hopefully it keeps on going to will become four and that's how we, we've been doing it all these uh, all these years you know so um, uh, it's it's a blessing and at times kind of scary you know because uh, you get used to one group for a long time and then when you multiply it that means that you're going to have to be more responsible uh, more committed and uh, to the group and to what's going on, the people learning. You're gonna to have to be committed to a neighborhood where you're living at and where you're gathering at. You have to pray for them and 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 and, and, and maybe even uh, visit with some of the people in that neighborhood. They need Christ, you know, what are we going to do? Or are we just gonna gather saying, praise God, us four no more and close the door and we're gone home, is, is that what it is? No, it's, it's a we come, we get fed, we learn, we grow. And then we need to find other people who do not know Christ because this is fun for me. Mm -hmm. I mean, for the people that come, it, it, it's fun. Uh, a lot of times people don't think church is fun. Yeah. <laughs> and so, very little over. Uh, yeah. And yeah. so, uh, uh, they don't think church is fun. And in a lot of occasions, it's not because it's very. It's very structured. Very, you're sitting there. You're uncomfortable. People you don't know. And it's uh, you're listening to somebody maybe yell at you or, or whatever you know. And now maybe the music is good and maybe the preaching is good. All, all that is fine. But in a home, it, it uh, people need to be more relaxed when it comes to spiritual there's, there's, things. There's dialogue about right. uh, the scriptures that you're studying. Yeah. And uh, but um, we appreciate you, brother Paul, what God has done through your life through the years, and our relationship that we have here at the San Antonio Baptist Association with you and with the, the house churches that God has allowed you to plant. And you don't plant uh, uh, every one. You, what you do is basically uh, you train the trainer. You train right. those that, um, right. uh, that are with you, and then they go out. And uh, as God leads them, they open their homes to right. start a house church. Exactly. So if, um, 
if you are out there and God has called you to be a church planter, uh, remember, you don't have to plant a traditional church. You can start in a house, that you are planting a house church. Uh, you're, no, you're not inferior to the traditional church. You are the church that meets in the home. And uh, so what you're doing is multiplying and reproducing uh, yourself uh, so that the Word of God, so that the Gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ uh, might be uh, uh, spread out uh, in the fields that the Lord has given to us here in San Antonio and abroad. I know that, uh, uh, very briefly, let me just share, share this, I believe that you still have a house church in Galveston. I believe that's right. where many years ago you started that. There's two, in, there's two in Galveston. You have two in Galveston. And we have one in Tampico, Mexico. And uh, one in Tampico. Tampico, Mexico. Tampico, Mexico. Uh, Iglesia en Casa, House Church. Thank you so much for tuning in here in this conversation with Sabatalks. May the Lord bless you. And we have had a great time speaking with Brother Paul Gonzalez. Thank you for listening to this edition of the Sabbath Teams podcast. We look forward to continuing our conversation next time in hopes of better connecting, encouraging, and supporting churches for kingdom impact.